Welcome to the Matthew Dark Show. You know what woke means? It means you're a loser. If we lose freedom here, there is no place to escape to. This is the last stand on earth. Where hypocrisy meets accountability. I just want to do God's will. So I'm happy tonight. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not fearing any man. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. Sit back and enjoy, or call in and get involved. The prisoner wishes to say a word. Ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime. Now here's your host. Take it away, Matthew. Alrighty, folks, welcome in. Welcome aboard the Matthew Dark Show, KLZ 560, this Thursday, May the 11th. This is the grand opening of our southern border. But before we get started, let us just give all praise. And Father, we just ask that you're with those that live on this border. As President Biden and his administration put all of those in peril, we just ask that you're with them and the purpose for this invasion is somehow seen and that those that get the strength that they need down there and that all is safe, all is well. We say it all in the heavenly name of Jesus. Amen. Folks, um, it's a serious situation. We will get to that border, um, but it is impeachment time. We are in impeachment territory for Joe Biden. This is now beyond something you can cover up. Democrats have already tried to come to the the lame, pathetic attempt to try to salvage, suggesting somehow that there's no direct evidence that Joe Biden is involved or the recipient of any of this money. But let's just paint the scene here. House Oversight Committee is now presenting all of the very wild, frantic mesh of LLCs, foreign bank transactions, and then the disbursement of those funds, some $10 million to some 16 different LLCs connected to the Biden family, all happening while Joe Biden was vice president. Democrats are attempting to weasel out of this. And what do you think foreign interests were paying for? What we know is a couple of facts is that Joe Biden and his family, they have no business. That's number one. Number two, he was speaking and dealing with countries in which he had direct influence and was assigned to look over them. This is in Ukraine. This is in China. Remember, Joe Biden bragged to us about how many conversations, how intimate he had been with President Xi Jinping of China. Remember, he was in Romania talking about corruption with the president. And he gets a million dollars from a known swindler, corrupt business person in Romania. We know that Joe Biden and his family were paid some $10 billion from China during those periods. And he told us during the election campaign that he never got a cent from China. He wasn't doing any business in China and that his son, he didn't know anything about what his son was doing in China. He he claimed to not have anything to do with his son's business dealings as he knew for a fact He was sitting on a board of a natural energy company in Ukraine as Joe Biden was making irregular visits to Ukraine. We know he is very wealthy. They don't have a business, folks. Of all these LLCs, there is no website. There's no physical address. There's nothing that you can point to to say, okay, well, it's it's a marketing firm or they sell a widget or a gadget or a trinket or a trocket. There's none of that. 16 different LLCs, you would only do that to a couple things you would do that for. Hide money from a creditor. Okay, so for example, 
you're under a bankruptcy filing or you think you're going to be sued or have a collection attempt against you, you're moving assets to another LLC to protect those funds. That'd be one reason. Uh, Number two reason is you don't want to pay taxes on any of that money. So you're going to ship that away and move that, slosh that pit around, hide, deceive from the IRS those funds, ship it to another LLC. Or, and in this case, it was probably the biggest component is that Joe Biden knew exactly what he was doing. It was illegal. He was selling influence. He was selling American integrity for his own personal enrichment. And now we have all these foreign bank transactions, and there's a lot of them. They're now coming to fruition. We now get to see those. So we're not really in a point where we can justify what Joe Biden did. It's clear what he did. It's not really can we make sense of it because we know there's no business. We know there's no service. You've now entered impeachment territory, which means Hunter Biden must go down. Joe Biden must concede and step down or be impeached. Democrats, as we've talked about on this show, they have gotten tremendous mileage out of Joe Biden. Tremendous mileage. They gave he gave us an open border. He gave us green energy everywhere you look. He gave us a trans takeover. We've got a great trans clip coming up later in the show, too. He gave us all that. And another thing that's very shocking and stunning about these family members that were paid from foreign business interests, uh, his nieces, his nephews, a grandkid, James and Hunter Biden. Now, what on earth, I wonder, could a Chinese real estate firm be paying Joe Biden's grandkids for? What expertise Did they have to offer what did his nieces and nephews have to offer a Chinese businessman, a Romanian businessman? But see, to make the LLC go, to make these transactions smaller, they needed everybody involved. We know nine members of the Biden family all had a piece of the action. What they'll tell us, the Democrats so far, is that Joe Biden's not linked to any of these funds. You can't show us where Joe Biden got any of this money. Now, come on. Now, come on. What do you think was going on? Joe Biden, of course, couldn't be the main recipient of this monies. He knew exactly what he was doing. Vice president of the United States. But his family was getting a third. That was the playbook. They would set up these corrupt business deals, make an LLC. And the deal was a third to the Bidens. We know per Hunter Biden's laptop, text messaging and emails and Tony Bobolinsky, Joe Biden is the big guy. Hunter's going to hold on to 10 percent for the big guy. We know that's the playbook. Joe Biden was the head of this thing. And he looked at you in the eye and me in the eye and said he's never had a conversation with his son about his business dealings. Remember that one? Of course you do. Do, do you remember at the 2020 debate? where he said he's never done any business with China ever. And he also said his son had neither, knew nothing about it. The bank records show that's a lie. Uh, We know that Hunter Biden is, he filed a false gun application. He must pay for that one. And he's failed to file taxes and pay full taxes on the millions he's been reaping. We know those things all took place three years ago. The investigation led by James Comer and the House Oversight Committee that is all coming out now where it's oozing out. It's undeniable. The question is how quickly what will make Democrats say, bury him, get him out of here. He is hurting us. And see why they must do that is they think they've got Trump on the ropes. 
They think they've got Trump accused of raping some absolutely mentally ill woman. And we've got some great stuff coming up from uh, Trump. He was a CNN town hall and and he laid in. I mean, he speaks so true um, and so his heart and that when you insult him and pick, it just blows me away. Who do you think you are picking on Donald Trump? He's going to annihilate you, especially if you bring lies to him. So he does that with the CNN town hall. Just make sure, folks, you understand you are now officially in impeachment territory with Joe Biden. This heats up. It heats up quick. Let's hear the presser from yesterday with the House oversight. Just a little taster, just a little feel of this is what they want to proceed with and show the American people Joe Biden was lying to you. And now we can prove it. Hold on. Go ahead. This committee is investigating President Biden and his family's shady business deals that capitalize on Joe Biden's public office and risked our country's national security. This committee has a duty to ask questions and pursue the facts no matter where they take us. Through the committee's investigation, we intend to provide transparency to the American people and reach legislative solutions. In only four months since obtaining subpoena authority, we have made astonishing progress. Today, we'll talk about that progress. First, we want to discuss information the committee has learned since our last press conference in November. New information investigators have uncovered regarding the transfer of money from foreign entities to the Biden family. Many of the wire payments occurred while Joe Biden was vice president and leading the United States efforts in these countries. So when we talk about the Biden family and associates, I think it's important for the American people to understand what mean what we mean uh, when we're talking about these associates. What 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 are we really getting at? First, they they use them as vehicles to move money directly into Biden family accounts. Why is that? It's because they were looking to obfuscate and hide where the money was coming from. For example, the Bidens used their associate Rob Walker to bring in millions of dollars from China and Romania. Walker's limited liability company, Robinson Walker LLC, paid Hunter, James, Halley, and others in the Biden network more than $2 million after foreign money hit his account. One-third to the Bidens. That was the pattern. For example, on March 1, 2017, only two months after Joe Biden left office, Robinson Walker received a $3 million wire from State Energy HK Limited, a Chinese entity. The next day, one-third of that money, $1,065,000, went to the bank account in Abu Dhabi of the company EEIG, which was controlled by James Gilead, another Biden associate. Over the next... Thank you, uh, Chairman Comer, for your leadership. In less than 100 days of subpoena power, this has been one of the most in-depth investigations the House Oversight Committee has ever had in recent history. And I would hope that the media here today would put as much attention and interest and focus on this as they have a former president. For years, the left has said, no one is above the law. Well, put your money where your mouth is and prove that because the American people do not trust the federal government. They don't trust Congress. They don't even trust current presidents because of the kind of possible and alleged corruption that we see at every level of government. And no one is ever held to account. I tried hiding money, shifting money, um, 
And for the purpose, we don't know, because one thing everybody in this room and the American people definitely know is that the Biden family doesn't really have a business. There is no business structure around this family, except politics. And since Joe Biden has spent decades in the Senate, served eight years as vice president, and is now president of the United States, and the family's getting money from various countries and foreign businesses through various shell companies and this web of LLCs. I mean, guys, you in the press, this is easy pickings. I'm giving you Pulitzer stuff here. Like, all you have to do is literally look at our memo and see the level of detail upon which they have created this. And it's very, it's very, very frustrating. We have now been able to clearly see that the Biden's associates, like Rob Walker, Eric Sherman, has been discussed, created at least 16 companies while Joe Biden was vice president of the United States. 16. No legitimate business has to operate that way. 16 different LLCs, all these intermediaries to to go from here to there before it ends up in the lap of the Bidens. Come on. Nothing operates that way. And so this is just a matter of time, folks. The question is this. Will Republicans have the guts to go all the way? There's going to be rhinos against them. There's going to be the deep state media, legacy media against them. Will they continue to go all the way and push? Hey, there's nothing to lose. Joe Biden blatantly, openly committed fraud, lied to everyone, interfered with the election. Make no mistake. Now, here we also know, no, Andrew Bates a part of the Biden team was also implicated now in the uh, creating. I mean, this was really a fake document. The 51 CIA former heads of security, James Clapper, this group, James Brennan, um, that said, yep, this is Russian disinformation. Hunter's laptop. Hunter's laptop is one of God's greatest gifts to this earth. It's going to be what hopefully frees America from the bondage of government lie. That's what we're hoping for, because it is it is pure. It is true. It shows via text message that Hunter was really upset having to pay his dad so much of the money that he was swindling overseas. But then Joe Biden's saying, yeah, but son, I uh, you're using my name. And so, you know, there's a lot of dysfunction in that relationship. And let's face it, you don't get kids like Hunter Biden unless you fail miserably as a parent. And and that's not to make sense of, um, well, how can any bad kid be turned out or what? That's not what we're talking about here. But Joe Biden has lived as a criminal. Remember, Joe Biden is criminally minded and he is criminally active and has been for many, many, many years. And Hunter picked up on all that. Hunter saw all that. And so what did he do? Well, Hunter was pretty smart. He was criminally minded himself. And so when dad was in charge of places like Romania or Ukraine or China, he was eager to go set up business opportunities there because dad had direct influence. Dad could make this go. You know, dad was teaching him the family business from a young age. And now we got him. I think 50 years ago, 40 years ago, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, we may not get the Biden crime family exposed like we do now. I don't know if we do, but in this case, we got them. It's just a question of will they go all the way? Please go all the way. I still want to know, though, what on earth did his grandchildren have to do with a Chinese real estate venture other than, hey, we need a name to attach to this LLC. What do you got? Give us the newborn. Give us the infant. They're in. They're an executive in this enterprise. That happened a lot.
Um, We'll do this. We'll step away for a quick one. The border opens today. Grand opening of the United States via the southern border. Uh, Alejandro Mayorkas will tell us it's not open. And that's a lie. Um, Let's do this. Come back. We'll hear from Trump. We'll hear from. We've got so much to get into, folks. Don't go anywhere. Matthew Dark Show, KLZ 560 on a Thursday. Welcome right in. Hey folks, Matthew Dark here with exciting news about COVID justice and how you can be involved in this critical moment in history. Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom in conjunction with COVIDPenalty.com is leading the way in protecting everyone's legal right to refuse an investigational new drug. There is no law that can force you to participate in medical research and we need your help in bringing these lawsuits to fruition. To donate and view impending lawsuits, visit ColoradoMedicalFreedom.com. That's ColoradoMedicalFreedom.com. In a world of medical uncertainty, trusted healthcare providers have never been more valuable. At Roots Medical in Centennial, Colorado, our focus is getting to the root of your healthcare concerns. We specialize in COVID treatment, gut health, and more. Establishing care is only a text away. Send your appointment request to 303-569-6794 to begin a live chat with a member of our team. Again, that's 303-569-6794. Let me be clear. The lifting of the Title 42 public health order does not mean our border is open. In fact, it is the contrary. Alrighty, folks, back with you. Welcome back in. Of course, that's not true. This border is, in fact, open. It's been open. I would argue that the Biden administration and Mayorkas have been preparing, dreaming of this very moment in which they can let the floodgate open and sit back and pretend like we could do nothing about it. Because of those shameful Republicans who wouldn't pass legislation, even though they're in the majority in the White House and in the Senate, have all the strings, all the keys Blame Republicans and then let absolute tragedy. See, this is another one of those government run horrible events that the underlying truth is so despicable. You can't accept it. You can't take your mind there. The idea, the the, the lack of humanity that goes on at our southern border right now and is about to get worse. I mean, as it stands right now, Texas National Guard is the only thing saving those communities. We'll see how well they can hold up. But they are blocking people crossing the Rio. Basically, they're standing in line knowing they're going to get let in, not trying to sneak in anymore. They're well past that. They're not worried about sneaking in. Heck no. We'll get in. It's just, okay. we'll wait another 24 hours if we have to. Texas National Guard is at full alert and they are roaming everywhere. All the cracks and chinks in this border. As Mayorkas tells us lies like our border is, in fact, closed and never been more secure. Corinne Jean-Pierre tells us how we have 90 percent down migration, uses numbers that are misleading and deceptive. When they've been planning on this since day one, remember, they abolished remain in Mexico. They stopped building the wall. They've been facilitating the paperwork. Okay, you need in, you're in. We'll give you a hearing in three years, but until then, make yourself comfortable in the United States. That's what's gone on since day one, January of 2021. There are consequences for fake elections. There are consequences for things this disgraceful. Children are the number one punished in all this. You heard about the four-year-old with 67 different samples of DNA inside of her. 
that right there alone should have Joe Biden hung. But instead, they're going to let this stampede 700,000 drooling ready to go in. In Chicago, outgoing Mayor Larry, Lori Lightfoot, she's declared an emergency based on this overflow. New York has expected 150,000 migrants. And what is their plan? Ship them off into the suburbs. Another resort of Eric Adams in uh, mayor of New York City is considering is closing down certain chunks of street in New York City to let the migrants live there on the street, closing streets to temporarily house migrants. And it's not a crisis. You've got a crisis declared in Chicago, Sanctuary City. You absolutely have a crisis in New York, Sanctuary City. You already had homelessness, extreme violence in those cities. You'd never walk around in Chicago at night. Of course you wouldn't. It's violent. It's awful. And now they've just imported some of Mexico's finest, some of Venezuela and Guatemala and Honduras and China and Cuba and Nicaragua. It's not a Mexican slipping through the border anymore, folks. This is the entire world trying to get over and they're going to get over. 11 million encounters in two years, 700,000 plus getting ready to bust through more on the way under the guise, the lie that the U.S. is now open. They're not going to throw you out. That's what the cartels are telling people. And what's their playbook? Overwhelm the border. There's no way they can get you all. It's simple math. Maybe you get thrown out this time, but you'll be back. But a majority of you, you've outnumbered the U.S. This is an invasion. There is no other way to say it. This is disgraceful. You cannot point to any other area in the world that's not in war, being invaded, maybe Nazi-style Germany, where you have an invasion like this. Not even close. And I don't want to hear America's a melting pot. If you believe that, you're a fool. You need an IQ test or a mental health exam. If you believe that America is still a melting pot, taking any and all immigrants from any corner of the earth. (laughs) Shameful and it's dangerous and people are going to lose their lives as a result. We already know about the thousands of migrants have died on the way over. We know about the hundreds of U.S. victims that are subject to violent assault. I mean, there are some breathtaking statistics, some breathtaking numbers. Let me read you a few. Okay, so let's see. We know about the 250,000 unaccompanied minors under Joe Biden, of which 100,000 of them are missing. Now, this was some breathtaking statistics. This is uh, Department of Justice looking at border. This is essentially an indictment on the border. But in 2018, they released data that captured 2011 to 2016 figures. Okay, and this is what it showed that there was 730,000 illegal aliens in U.S. prisons at that moment. Okay, it it equaled 4.9 million arrests. Okay, during that time. So that's a lot. So what that just means is that you have Americans being victimized by illegal immigration, even though the left will tell us that we've got some of the greatest sweethearts ever known to mankind coming across that border. Might be true. The problem is, is that we've got 730,000 of them in jail. We've got more than 4.9 million arrests, 1 million robberies, 575,000 violent assaults. Now, this is data released that captures the five-year period from 2011 to 2016, came out in 2018. 
Here's what's shocking. And here's what's more breathtaking. And here's what we do not have figures on is that border crossings are at record highs. The amount of encounters are double any other period. In just the last two years alone, we've seen more aliens than we have seen in the last 12 years. Now, let me make sure you understand that statistic. In the last two years, under Joe Biden, you've had more encounters than the previous 12 years. So you can take your violent assaults, you can take your number of arrests, you can take your number of imprisons, and just do some simple math, multiply them by six. That's what happens when you open your border, when you actively promote and you know endorse bringing anybody and everybody. Don't need to screen you. Just like we let terrorists from Afghanistan come over when we when we you know really made a shameful exit after 20 years and three trillion dollars, we lost 13 service members on the way out. And then you're bringing without being screened, a hundred thousand new Afghani neighbors, and now 11 million new friends south of the border. But American people pay. Other good immigrants pay. Do you think that the 4.9 million arrests or the 1 million robberies or the 575,000 violent assaults that came from illegal aliens. Don't you think that there was some good immigrants that were the victim of that crime too? Where's the compassion there? There is none. So this problem is now out of control. It's such a bad problem that there isn't going to be a resolve in it that doesn't end in absolute calamity, absolute tragedy. The the response should have been, first of all, two years ago, remain in Mexico there, finish the wall, stiffen any and all penalties for trying to illegally get into this country. All these people that are coming here, this is what's such a joke about it, is they're all asylum seekers saying that they're fearful of their life if they were to remain in their native country. And that's why they must come here. 11 million. No, no, no. These are economic aliens. They think they can have a good life. And quite frankly, under a Joe Biden and Alejandro Mayorkas world country, you will have a good life here. Eric Adams is going to put you in a hotel. They're going to feed you. They're going to clothe you. They're going to treat you like royalty. They're going to treat you better than our own homeless citizens. They're going to treat you better than our poor black and brown communities right now. And you're coming over here under the pretense lie, guys, that you're seeking asylum. And when you are seeking asylum, there's already a defined path to that. There's citizenship, the good old fashioned way. Takes a long time, though. But these are not asylum seekers. These are people that want a free life here in America. And they're going to hurt people. Government won't tell you that. They don't like figures like 100,000 unaccompanied minors that are missing. They are now working as slaves, workshops, um, sweatshops, or they're working as child sex traffics. That's where they that's where they go missing. OK, or, or something that, like the unspeakable. They're dead. But you think they're just thriving somewhere. They just went off the grid. These were kids. These were children. These were minors. This is Joe Biden's utopia. And it's hurting people. It gets worse today, tomorrow, next week. 500,000, 700,000, 10,000 a day. It doesn't stop. El Paso, Texas and Brownsville, that whole area devastated. McAllen, Texas, those are all gone. You will never recognize those cities. Look at the imagery. Go to social media right now and you will see streets littered with aliens, food and trash and feces everywhere. That's Joe Biden. Same Joe Biden, while that tragedy is happening, he's made a fortune 
on illegal bribes and kickbacks with his family. It's disgraceful. That's why this ends only in impeachment. But when you think about Joe Biden, look what he's given you. Nothing but tragedy, nothing but harm. He got the 13 soldiers killed in Afghanistan. He's brought sexual change surgery, sex change on minors to America as a commonplace procedure. In fact, that you're the bully. You're the evil, wicked one. If you don't give that. We'll actually get to some trans talk here soon. Joe Biden has brought inflation that is hurting poor people, the very people that they pretend to be champions for. Joe Biden has brought COVID mandates that hurt people, that people lost their job. That's why we say go to ColoradoMedicalFreedom.com right now. Be a part of that lawsuit. Sue their ass. They broke the law. They hurt people. The law is already carved out to bring justice to those. You can be a part of that right now. You see health. Hey, sorry to mention you. Sorry to put this in there again for the 15th day in a row or whatever we're talking about on this case. You are going to get filed against you in May. Why? You looked at that single mother of two who was working that nurse job and you told her that if she didn't take medical research, she's fired. She had food to get on the table. She needed to put school supplies in her backpack and you see health and the monsters like them all around this country. They didn't care. Well, guess what? Take your five bucks from Starbucks and stick it into a cause that changes society. ColoradoMedicalFreedom.com. Do that right now. Okay. Um, We will talk more trans. We will do a couple of things. Disney, and this is unbelievable. Disney has a pride night. And the ages, and this is Disney after dark. The price of the ticket is $139. That's beside the point for right now, even though that's ungodly. Ages three and up. Three and up. To attend Disney's Pride Night, Disney After Dark. That and a whole bunch more. Come right back, folks. Matthew Dark Show, KLZ 560. Hey, folks, Matthew Dark here with exciting news about COVID justice and how you can be involved in this critical moment in history. Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom, in conjunction with COVIDPenalty.com, is leading the way in protecting everyone's legal right to refuse an investigational new drug. There is no law that can force you to participate in medical research, and we need your help in bringing these lawsuits to fruition. To donate and view impending lawsuits, visit ColoradoMedicalFreedom.com. That's ColoradoMedicalFreedom.com. By 2023, mental illness had reached new heights, and for those that opposed gender-affirming care for children, they were now the target, subject to violence from the hysterical left. For those just waking up from a coma, listen up. You're not going to believe this. saying that that drag queens and trans people are targeting and grooming children and none of that is true as news broke that the nashville school shooter identifies as transgender it doesn't excuse anything that happened i am concerned about how um, opposition and people who are uh, anti-trans will try to spin this being brave is being yourself and being transgender is it's about the bravest thing you can do you said that you're a trans woman. A trans female, yes, ma'am, sir. Do you have a penis? That's horrible. Yeah. You're the one. You're the one that brought that into the discussion. 
I You're the one that never said anything about genitalia. Oh, it has everything to do okay. with genitalia. I don't. Dr. Levine, do you believe that minors are capable of making such a life-changing decision as changing one's sex? Thank you for your interest in this question. Um, transgender medicine is a very complex and nuanced field um, with robust research and uh, standards of care that have been developed. And if I am fortunate enough to be confirmed as the Assistant Secretary of Health, I will look forward to working with you and your office and coming to your office and discussing the particulars of the standards of care for transgender medicine. It's not like, you know, a kid wakes up one morning and says, you know, I decided I want to become a man or I want to become a woman or I want to change. I mean, what, what, what are they thinking about here? And the only thing I will say is if, I, if you vote yes on this bill and yes on these amendments, I hope the next time there's an invocation, when you bow your heads in prayer, you see the blood on your hands. What is a woman? Womanhood is something that, just as Ethan explained, I cannot define because I am not you myself. You used the word, so what did you mean when you said trans women are women if you don't know what it means? Right? So here's the thing. So I do not define what a woman is because I do not identify as a woman. Womanhood is something that is an umbrella term. It includes people that who... That describes what? People who identify as a woman. I identify as what? As a woman. What is that? Was to each their own. Do not fear. I am not the monster your parents have painted me out to be. I am not hiding in bathroom stalls waiting to creep up on you. I just want to pee. People always ask me when I knew I was trans, and I have to repress the urge to slap them and instead ask them, when did you know you were cis? It's very common to start feeling a lot of anger, especially after one has had any kind of gender affirming surgery. Why? Because when you have gender affirming surgery, not only are you suddenly become very aware of all the steps, all the processes you had to go to achieve congruency, but it's also going to bring up an element of anger in the sense of why was I born like this? Why do I have to deal with gender dysphoria? And most importantly for a lot of people, it's why do I have to do something about particular body parts that are otherwise healthy, but are just very incongruent to my sense of self. I didn't quite understand why that was like uncomfortable because I didn't know I was trans at the time. I still thought I was a guy as well, but it What's your take on states trying to restrict transgender athletes from playing sports at high school and college levels? I think that they're very challenging and unfortunate. You know, I think that trans youth are very vulnerable. They have often faced significant bullying and harassment, and, and they need our, our support. They need to be nurtured, not to be limited from their activities, such as sports. Hi, I got some Bud Lights for us. So I kept hearing about this thing called March Madness, and I thought we were all just having a hectic month, but it turns out it has something to do with sports. But either way, it's a cause to celebrate. This month, I celebrated my day 365 of womanhood. Excuse me, it's ma'am. It is ma'am. You need to settle down and mind your business, okay? Ma'am, once again, ma'am. I said both of you. No, you said sir. Once again, it's ma'am. I actually said both of you guys. Right beforehand, you said sir. Take it outside. If you want to call me sir again, I will show you sir. I apologize. I apologize now. 
I need your corporate number because I'm going to talk, call them and talk about how I was misgendered several times in this store. I need your corporate number now. Get it for me now. You cut that out now or you'll go home in an ambulance. I wouldn't ask you right now about like, okay, let's talk about what's in your pants. I mean, I'm um, willing and ready. Uh, that's after we shoot. Um, right. you, you wouldn't ask somebody about their privates and then all of a sudden because they're trans, you feel like you can. My parents have said like when they tell their friends, the first question they'll ask is like, oh, is Dylan getting the surgery? Ew, don't talk to my parents <laughs> about my private parts, you nasty perv. To everyone celebrating Transgender Day of Visibility, I want you to know that your president sees you. Jill, Kamala, Doug, our entire administration sees you for who you are, made in the image of God and deserving of dignity, respect, and support. But we're here, we're queer, and we're not going away. Pray for those that have succumbed to the demonic lie of LGBTQ. Their souls depend on it. Alrighty, folks, welcome back in. Still good to be with you. Matthew York Show, KLZ 560, Thursday, May the 11th. Of course, our border is open. We are flying with this now with the face. No Title 42 to protect those citizens. We pray for the citizens of El Paso uh, and the entire border. I mean, this is Arizona. This is Texas. This is California. This is come one, come all, anywhere in the world. Um, we, of course, heard the mental illness that spews Top of lungs from the LGBTQ. We talk about this show a lot. Your money matters. You must spend your money where your values are met, where where they're matched in your heart. Disney is saying as loud as possible, we don't care what your rights are as a parent. We don't care what you consider to be of good Christian value or whatever you were raised with, with parents and children, that sacred relationship, that there's two genders of boys and girls, and they were made in the image of God. They're, they're saying we're changing that, and, and we're actually public pedophiles. So at Disney, Disney After Dark, Pride Night event, $139 a ticket, and the age? Three and up. You notice how this age to sexualize gets younger and younger and younger. Saw some breathtaking material. This is in Holland, um, the United Nations and the World Health Organization. We talked a little bit about this yesterday. Uh, really what they want to teach kids starting as young as four years old. And then teachers sort of systematically teaching what does it look like for kids to begin being sexually active at four years old, at six years old, at nine years old, at 12 years old. The grooming has started. They're not ready for that all the way yet here in America. That's why it starts 
in Europe. You know, French, the France, for example, uh, have some of those filthy, vile, horrific bestiality, hardcore pornography that is deep in their culture. There is some godlessness there, some demon there that is like nobody's business. And so it must start in places like that. It can't start in America, but but that's happening over there. And so this this concept of pedophilia is okay. Uh, That's coming to America until the men rise up, the church rises up, and it's rebuked sight unseen. Disney, major influencer, big dollar corporation, pushes their weight around, pushes their agenda down. They went woke. They went all in on woke. And they've not suffered the same penalty, although they have suffered, but not like Bud Light. Bud Light, if you remember, of course, decided to team up during a sports season, March Madness, with Dylan Mulvaney, a very hideous looking uh, man wearing a woman face. And it's cost them dearly. That stock continues to decline. We talked about 12.5% sales down in April post that move. Uh, But Disney continues to throw this stuff in your face. Of course, they had the great flop, their most recent flop at Disney, an animated film, of course, that describes a queer teenager and a green climate type agenda. That did not do well. And you would have thought that that was enough. They, of course, fired the CEO. They brought back Bob Iger, but they won't get off of this thing. And so there's tremendous pressure on Disney to push the envelope. Why? What organization outside of Disney has greater access to a child's imagination and heart and interest and excitement? Uh, Disney is the one. They're the ones that facilitate uh, getting a kid excited about going and meeting characters. And all they want to do now is take that Mickey Mouse character, Goofy, and they just start to introduce a little bit of drag queen here, a little bit more of pedophilia here. And then all of a sudden, the parent is all in, doesn't even know what happened to them. They're now publicly accepting the fact that their kid is being exploited. And we know that is coming, this idea of grooming children, because they're canceling pride events in Florida where they won't allow kids to participate. So, see, it's not about celebrating your pride. If we can't recruit kids, we don't want a pride event. These are marketing events. So if we're not marketing to the people that we want to have as a part of our cult and our absolutely filthy new sexual revolution, We've talked about the reprobate mind. Of course, we'll hear that again, most likely this hour with John MacArthur, is that there is no mechanism to bring those people back. Reason has flown out the window. How do you get them back? Well, you don't. There's been a divine judgment made on those people. It's now our job as Christian conservative parents, free thinkers who are not under the spell of brainwash to rebuke that, to reject that. Disney cannot have your money. They are not. I'm commanding all listeners right now that if you have a Disney Plus account, you cancel it today. They are not worthy of one dollar that you earn in this expensive society. They're not worthy. You know, we we really had to go in and look at our stuff, too. And and so so much stuff on TV that you pay for that you don't use, uh, that you pay for that speaks against your values. We say you wouldn't let a transgender person in your home five feet away, but you'll put it on your TV and let that come into your home. We're saying that stops now. 
You can call and make that and you'll save money. You'll invest for your future. You will be freer than you've ever been freed before. When you take those little $20 here, those $10 here, that you're just pissing away. You're giving it to Netflix. You're giving it to Starbucks. You're giving it to Disney. Stop now. Make them say, we say all the time, go to the secretary of state, take your Democrat registration and convert it to Republican and watch how high they jump. Tell Disney with your money, we're done with the queer stuff. Tell Starbucks, we're done with the queer stuff. Give them a month. They'll come knocking. What do we need to do to get your business back? Flip the script. You're the consumer, all the power. You're the voter, we the people, all the power. They forget that. Why? We get too busy. We're blowing and going. We got a stressful life. We want to play and have fun. We want to go through the drive through We want to do all the things that are bad for us, except deal with the stuff that's going to save us, which is rejecting Disney, rejecting the causes that are coming after our kids. I'm not worried about myself being tricked into transgender. That's not why we fight. We fight because there's kids with parents right now that are asleep and brain dead who will be neglected to the point where that conversation enters the mind. In Colorado, of course, they want to bring school counselors uh, right on in for these mental health assessments. They're not looking for abuse. They're looking for recruits. Hey, have you ever had a homosexual thought? Have you ever had a depression uh, event in your life? Can we offer you an antipsychotic and then maybe take you to this LGBTQ club? That's what's going on right now. We fight because there's going to be parents that are brain dead. Their kids are going and participating in this stuff and they get their kid back, but not the same. Uh, They get a different version of their kid back, an irreparable version of their kid back. And we're saying we can do more than that before we give up all the way, before we give in all the way, we can rebuke this evil and watch it flee. So you have to do that. Bud Light is our is our poster child of when they jump the shark, when corporate America jumped the shark, went just a little too far. And that's the one where we said no more. And they'll look in the history books and they'll say, whatever happened to Bud Light? It's a fascinating story, kids. Here, gather around. I'll tell you. They were an iconic 100-year brand in America, 100 plus. They were a staple at so many things, football stadiums, NASCAR, uh, bars, every bar in America. But then what happened? Well, they signed up with a transvestite person, I mean, you have no idea what to call these things, but a man dressing as a woman, pretending that Bud Light was his new favorite beer and that hardworking men all over this country, they immediately just started to throw their cans of Bud Light away. They rejected it. Why, son? They never wanted to be caught red-handed, dead or alive with a Bud Light in their hand. That's what happened to Bud Light, that brand. Took them down. They thought... They could get cute and go for any social cause of the month. And as it turned out, this was one when you endorsed pedophilia, when you endorsed the sexual mutilization of a child, that was too much for too many. And it cost them everything. That's going to be a great story, folks. Oh, my gosh. But you have to speak with your pocketbook. You have to speak with your money. Take it away from them today. And they will ask you, how high can we jump to get your business back? And then you'll say, hey, I'm still thinking about it. I'm still thinking about it because it really bothered me when you chose that lifestyle. You notice how businesses, though, 
corporations, they never go too far to the right, ever. They never have too much God in a commercial or, or too much conservative values in a commercial or too much America constitution in a commercial. You're never going to get caught that way. There is no limit to the left. And that's why we have to be that limit. You keep going right over a cliff because we're taking our money, our time, our treasure. We're walking away. We've got to do that. I want to talk about Trump did a uh, town hall as well. And these were pretty good. You know, Trump's on a roll right now. He's got, to, you know, they're coming after him with everything. And the fear is they're coming after Trump and he stands between uh, in many cases, us and them. How easy of a mark is you and I without the billions, without the hundred million fans, without the Secret Service, without all the things that Donald Trump has privy to him? We don't have those things, but they are bringing the thunder. So he's out there making the rounds, doing a uh, town hall at CNN, goes back into enemy territory. Let's hear. He's talking about Mike Pence here. And this is a wicked little thing on CNN. This is Allison Collins hosting this. She was confused, thinking she was to challenge and confront and debate Trump. And you're going to lose that one every time, sweetheart. She found out the hard way. We'll find out. Let's have a listen. One person who was at the Capitol that day, as you know, was your vice president, Mike Pence, who says that you endangered his life on that day. I don't think he was in any danger. Mr. President... Do you feel that you owe him an apology? No, because he did something wrong. He should have put the votes back to the state legislatures, and I think we would have had a different outcome. I really do. But he doesn't have the authority to do that, as you know. What? The vice president does not have the authority to okay, reject those Are you ready? Let's have this one out just now, because it's interesting. Let's keep it interesting, right? <laughs> I like Mike Pence very much. He's a very fine man. He's a very nice man. He made a mistake. His lawyer said... You cannot move. I called him the human conveyor belt. I said, even if the votes, you mean, I talked to his lawyer, even if the votes are absolutely fraudulent, he can't say, yes, sir, he can't say, but, and the Democrats played it and the rhinos played it. And then the election was over. They told him he couldn't do it. And Mike said to me, I can't do it. The lawyers told me he can't do it. They can't do it. But the lawyers were wrong because right after the election, they all met the rhinos and the Democrats, and they worked out a plan to make sure that future vice presidents don't do what I said you could do. That's not what happened. You're referring to the Electoral Count Act. That's I've exactly read right. I've read that. There is there is no authority. No, legal experts, me. including Republican legal experts, say that he does not have that authority, Mr. Okay, President. Glenn, but I want to Why did on. they change the law then saying that you can't do it? They didn't change the law. They strengthened the law because they were worried about oh, presidents they strengthened exploiting. It, meaning you could do it. <laughs> Thank that's, you. that's not what it means. Thank you. They strengthened the Mike law because they were Mike had the worried. right to do it. They uh, convinced him he didn't, and it was a horrible thing for our country. If you would have sent those votes back to Georgia, Pennsylvania, and other states, Wisconsin, which if you look at Wisconsin, they virtually admitted now that the election was rigged. If they you would have, have sent those that, votes back to many of those states, they would not come back in the affirmative. And remember what I said, and you just said it pretty much. You admitted what I said was right. I they did said not. he didn't have the right to do it. And he did have the right to do it. And that's why they changed the law, taking that right away. I should note that your campaign paid for a recount that happened in Wisconsin. It actually had more votes for President Biden by the end of it. That was, of course, Trump with Allison Collins, CNN Town Hall. Just Wednesday. I think he had enough of her, though. He, he sort of snapped off because she wouldn't shut her lip and let him talk. Let's have a hear of that. Simple thing. You're a nasty person. I'll tell you. <laughs> 
very why simple. Why you held on to the documents? I was negotiating and we were talking. But it's just shocking, though, to me to hear the media be okay with jumping all over every single thing that Donald Trump has been accused of for six, seven years now. And in like the last month, what we've got. And of course, Biden is far more guilty than anything Trump did when it came to the documents. So so we know that that's not even a comparison. Joe Biden was vice president without any authority. Donald Trump was former president with full authority to declassify and take those documents. They won't get over that. They won't get over the fact and they won't acknowledge the fact that Joe Biden lied to them. He made himself filthy rich off of selling corruption, selling influence. They won't talk about that, but they want to talk about this hysterical madwoman that accused him, Donald Trump, of rape inside of a dressing room. And when he snapped back, he's now found liable for defamation. That's how backwards, that's how upside down we are. So CNN has him in. Uh, Of course, CNN is fired all their old school talent. You're buying Stelters, you're Don Lemons and all these losers, your Cuomo's uh, that were part of that Trump era, that Trump hating era. They're basically all gone now trying to restore themselves. But the playbook is the same. We hate you, Donald Trump, but we love you. We don't respect you, but we need you. And they continue to push and push and push that same stuff. Meanwhile, I don't know if you saw the pictures of Dianne Feinstein. Dianne Feinstein, 89-year-old senator from California, looks like tales from the crypt right now. If you get a picture of those images, go to our Instagram. We've got those right now. Brave Matthew Dark. Check that out. And by the way, you need to email the show, the Matthew Dark Show at gmail.com. The text line, text Brave, 720-999-9493. That gets you involved in anything update we may have. And of course, set your reminders for all the podcasts. We'll have at least three a week, a long one on the weekend. We're going to have a great recap as I go to the Reawaken Tour in Miami Friday and Saturday. We're going to meet a ton of great people there. Got some backstage type access. Uh, But the point is, is you've got to stay in tune with what you're doing and you've got to tell a friend. You simply must tell a friend because this is information that might save their lives. Right now, the scariest thing in America is a person might think that the vaccine is safe, that the border is closed, that transgender is okay. And that somehow government deceit doesn't exist. These are very scary things that we must advise on. But 89, you just let that sit in for a second. 89 year old senator from California. This is one of the most powerful people in the world. Diane Feinstein back from a three month shingles uh, episode, but that's also vaccine induced. Okay, don't get yourself wrong about that. She has shingles and this bad, A, because she's advanced age, but she's also vaccinated to the hilt. I mean, talk about somebody who is a walking, another living example of how fast the vaccine can age you. This picture of her is breathtaking in the wheelchair. They roll her back up to work. And here you have a 41, a 51, 49 majority Democrat. And that's one of the people swaying the balance in America when decisions are so critical right now. Folks, this is no, this isn't for babies. And we've got a senior who would be closer to euthanasia in Canada and other countries like Holland. Instead, in America, she's 
hosting the most powerful position on the planet, which is one of our 100 senators, like John Fetterman, is breathtaking. It's like term limits, term limits, of course, term limits. Are you kidding me? 89 years old, 80 year old president. And and these are not just like, you know, exceptions. These people are living and acting and behaving every bit their age. Joe Biden, we lost Joe Biden a long time ago. You know, in 2013, he had an aneurysm and that's not been talked about nearly enough. And it had cognitive consequences. Joe Biden's not fit for office, but that's why they wanted him. Joe Biden was too busy running his family business. And mind you, there's no business to run, just a name. But he can't, uh, when he is asked questions, and he will be, he eventually will be, folks. He will have to answer questions about what he's done. Do you really think he'll be able to articulate the reason he was taking money, a million dollars from Romania? Why he took in $10 million from China and his 16 LLCs? Joe Biden, Mr. President, why did you create 16 LLCs while, while you were the vice president? Why did that take place? You think he's going to be able to answer that properly? I don't think so. Neither do you. Of course we don't. I mean, this is just too much, folks. We've got legacy media. We've got lifelong politicians. And we have a godlessness that has created a demonic rage in America that is going to need divine intervention to get us out of. This is imploding. This is moving so fast. The move towards the sexualization of children, the blatant disregard of our border laws. COVID shots that were designed to kill you, uh, spun as medicine to save your life. All these, we have people that are under democratic spell, narcissistic spell. We have to unwind that, folks. Holy cow, we've got to do it. But I'll tell you this, this has been another great show. Catch us on the replay, set your reminders, and do this until next time, folks. Serve God, help others, stay good. Goodbye. Stay connected with the show on Instagram at The Matthew Dark Show or send an email to TheMatthewDarkShow at gmail.com. Missed a show? Download any episode on Spotify. The Matthew Dark Show, live Wednesdays and Thursdays at 9 a.m. on KLZ 560 a.m.